0: Hi guys, this is Sarah, and this is Katrina Joe, and, and we're, we're the, the Feds. FedWork Fed is the modern day background check,
1: and we encourage people to feed Empowerment Daily. And, and you're, you're now, now listening, listening to, to FedWork. Hey guys, welcome to FedWork. I'm Katrina Joe, And I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, Sarah is interviewing me today, and we are going to talk about something that I'm very excited about, which is my pitch deck platform that I launched a couple months ago.
0: Yes, we are. I'm excited to be kind of changing it up a little bit, interviewing you. Yeah, girl. Okay. Are you ready for all my questions? It's going to be like very intense. You should be
1: very concerned. It's always a little different when you're in the hot seat, you know? Right. Literally hot seat. Yes, but (laughs) Sarah's a little hot over there, you guys. Yeah, this
0: light is like shining on me like I'm Justin Timberlake or something.
1: Yeah, girl, you're in the spotlight. But I'm excited that we're doing this episode because it's something I'm really proud of and I hope more people take advantage of, so...
0: Yeah, I'm excited to be doing it. I'm glad that we have a platform that we can feature, you know, when we have something exciting that we've done individually and that we can support each other through our podcast. So I'm excited to have you here as my guest. Thanks, girl. (laughs) Um, All right. So let's begin with an explanation of what your new venture is. Um, I know we've talked about it on some other episodes briefly, touched on it, but we haven't really dove into the topic. So let's talk about that and how it all came about.
1: Yeah, so I created a platform that helps people learn how to create a successful pitch deck. And so for those of you that don't know what a pitch deck is, it's kind of like similar to a PowerPoint. It can also be done as a one sheet or a multiple page PowerPoint deck that you are showing people, um, potential investors, potential brand collaborators on just your brand or your event, or whatever it is that you want to get word and awareness out about in hopes of potentially gathering monetary support. So a lot of people don't know, or I realize, a lot of people didn't know how to create a pitch deck. And so in my job field, I probably look over at least 10 pitch decks a day of just people trying to get monetary support from, you know, Mowat Hennessy.
0: Are you going to... Not to cut you off, but are you getting pitch decks or are you getting an email that's like, hey, I want you, I want Hennessy to be a part of
1: my X, Y, and Z? Like, is everyone actually
0: sending something?
1: Yeah. So I'm actually getting decks. And I do get a lot of emails as well. And like literally my first question will be, Do you have a one sheet or a deck? And even when I worked for Reebok, it was the same way, you know, in regards to people wanting to collaborate with the brand or again, monetary support. And a lot of the times when I would ask, do you have a one sheet or a deck? People were like, well, no, what is that? Or they would send me something that wasn't explaining, you know, anything, if not a lot. And I would have, you know, 10 to 15 questions. And by the time they had to go back to redo the deck or the one sheet, include the information, you know, three, four five days go by, a week goes by, two weeks go by. And then they've missed the deadline on the heads up that the brand needed in order to even give them the monetary support or the sponsorship. Right. And so I then, you know, went on the amazing tool we have Instagram and I just mm-hmm. went on my stories talking about it because I also realized that before I worked at Reebok, no one told me or taught me how to create a pitch deck. It was just like, we need this deck done, create it. And I would send in things trial and error. Mm-hmm. And then they would slowly tell me it needs this, it it needs that. And then it became kind of a muscle memory thing where now in my career, you know, 10 plus years later, I could whip up a deck in, you know, what, 30 minutes.
0: Right, you almost have like a template.
1: Yes, so, but again, it wasn't like someone saying, Katrina, sit down, today we're gonna learn how to do a pitch deck that you're gonna use probably almost every month in your career. It was like, I'm just picking up, you know, feedback along the years and then learning how to do this, this tool. So I decided to put together a platform that one explains to you what a pitch deck is. Um, You can also schedule one-on-one consultations with me, even if you're just having questions about your business, your, your brand, or even just how to get started. Or if you want me to review decks and one sheets that you've actually created. And then for the people that need just a template and stuff to get started, I also have um, tools on the site for purchase that comes in a zip file. Everything's included. There's a one sheet that describes what it is. There's an instructional guide that literally walks you through slide by slide what to put on each page. It comes with the template and it has like plugins on each slide, you know, all of that. And then it also has like, you know, a little Q&A sheet for you as well. So a lot of I've gotten um, a lot of clients that have used the template and they've been able to confirm and, and land monetary support on some of their endeavors, especially in Detroit, actually. Um, and also, in, yeah, also in, you know, Orange County and in L.A. as well. So, yeah, that's my so, platform.
0: So, you know, I, I learned about Dex in college, Right. Not every entrepreneur goes to college. Some people have had an idea that they had in high school or in middle school, and they've just, you know, it's been their passion, their dream forever, and they might not have had the checks and balances that that a class would give you on, this is what businesses want, this is what it should look like, this is professional versus this looks kind of rough. Um, so do you feel like your background pre-work was designed? Was Guided in some way to to help with this, or do you feel like you really didn't get the the kickstart into decks until you were in a professional setting?
1: You brought up a good point in in mentioning that you learned how to create decks in college, and I did as well, but in presentation decks. So mm-hmm. of course, I knew how to present a PowerPoint and put together a PowerPoint presentation, but this is also more focused in securing funding, and therefore there were things that needed to be included that I wasn't aware of until I got at Reebok. Okay. And it was, and I was on the other end. I was on the end of saying yes or no. Yes. Right. I'm going to give you this $50,000 or I'm not because your deck doesn't have X, Y, and Z. You can show me pictures all day. Send me an about, you know, about page slide, your bio pictures of events or pictures of your brand, all this stuff. But if it doesn't have time and place, how many people, what is your reach? Who's anticipated on coming? Um, is it a reoccurring investment? Is it a one? Don't give everyone all
0: of the, don't give everyone everything. No, but, everything I'm, no, but I'm saying,
1: I'm saying, no, this is not everything, but these are some of the tools that sets apart from, you know, a pitch deck specifically for monetary things than right. just, Hey, here's a presentation, learn about my brand. So, you know, those are just a few bullet points that, um, are included in my platform and in the tools, because again, a lot of people don't know that in, in regards to securing funding.
0: Right. And I guess going back to the quick topic of college and, you know, entrepreneurs who are coming straight out of high school, where we know there's so much that is not taught that should be taught in high school. That's just, that's a whole nother episode, but, um, you know, does this deck also guide them a little bit graphically and like how to make things look professional in a graphic design perspective as well? Or do you have any type of tips that you could give that maybe are outside of the platform for people to to make it look a little bit more professional than what they're just kind of throwing together on their own?
1: Yeah. um, In the template, there are Um, some of those plug-in areas where it's like image here, image here, graphic here. Um, I've also listed that if they do want, you know, their template spruced up a bit, I do have in-house designers that they can go through for an additional fee. But a lot of the people that I've seen that have put together, you know, even like a two-page quote-unquote deck one sheet or full-on like 24-page decks that I've I've sat through with people and like coached them through – Um, They've done very well in just including images. Um, And again, like graphics don't, I I would say personally that graphics don't make or break your deck. Yes, you want to have high res photos. But if, you know, if you don't have, you know, sometimes decks can cost thousands of dollars, you know, like don't let that discourage you in sending your deck out to a person or a brand because you don't have thousands of dollars to spend on graphics. As long as you have high res images, that's totally fine. Um, and, and just making sure that your deck is, you know, easy on the eye, it's cohesive and, and organized.
0: So content matters a little bit more than the, or context, I should say matters a little bit more than the, the overall design when it comes to a pitch deck.
1: Yeah. I mean, you still want it to include photos and to look nice. I I tend to tell a lot of my clients to make sure that the deck isn't very wordy. You don't want to have like pages and pages of like paragraphs because you want to be able to walk people through this, like kind of bullet points on each slide. And you want it to open up the door to another conversation. That pitch deck is not supposed to seal the deal. The, the pitch deck is supposed to open the conversation to where they want to explore more, get you on the phone or get you in the room and then seal the deal. So you don't have to list like every single detail, you know, in your deck. You don't want to give away everything. Yes, yeah, yes. You want to have the key, the key bullet points in there though. So
0: for, I mean, obviously for you, you've had your hand in this for a long time. What made you decide you know what, you know, after the Instagram that you did and people were responsive to it, what made you decide to actually sit down with someone? Because I know that you, you sat down with someone and worked through it and, and built it together. How did that kind of process start? Like, what did, when were you like, okay, yes, let's start this day one, let's go.
1: Yeah, so I actually went on Instagram and just kind of talked about it and asked people if they knew what a pitch deck was in regards to business pre-pandemic. And I believe it was around Grammy weekend because I was getting a lot of and I was like, yo, like, is this not a thing? You know what I mean? Like, is there a need here? Right. Like do, do my peers. And and I, and I truly believe that a lot of my peers that did interact with me on Instagram were successful. They're successful people that have businesses that work and they were still like, I don't know what that is. Like, where can I sign up? And I actually kind of table, just you know, left it on the table for a little bit because I was again, you know, had my had my hands full pre-pandemic. Yeah. And then once the pandemic hit, I actually had the same people that were responding to the stories then, but also additional people messaging me just like, hey, did you ever come out with that platform? And it and I think it mainly had to do with the fact that people were pivoting in the pandemic hey, I need to figure out how to make some money right now. I might have a new brand idea. I might have a new company idea. I need to get this out to more people. You know, in a time where we had we had a lot of time to sit still, but also trying to figure out new and creative ways to make money and to generate income, a lot of people were interested and needed to send out decks, learn how to, you know, create a pitch deck or a one-sheet. And so once I was getting those messages, I was like, okay, there is a need here. And this can be an avenue that I can use the tools that I have learned in my, you know, 11 plus years in my career to help others, you know, gain exposure, gain monetary support, and just brand awareness for, you know, whatever it is that they're creating. So when did you? So when you actually sat down and you were like, "All right, let's do this." What did that
0: process look like of actually? Because you know, you're almost building a yeah. you, you're almost building a deck about a deck, but yeah. instead of it being a deck, it's a platform, right? So like, how did that kind of go? That process? Yeah, I up?
1: yeah, I took that on as a, a personal project in the pandemic. So obviously, I had a lot more time then, and mm-hmm. so I sat down with a good friend of mine, Eugene. And he does a lot of web design, graphic design, website design for major brands as well. And I kind of just told him my vision. I was like, okay, hey, like I need to create this platform. There's a need for it. People need it. But I also need to create tools to go along with it. So it was a lot of trial and error in regards to just, you know, how to make it as easy as possible for someone that has never done this before, but also as helpful as possible for an expert that like, you know, this may be just a bigger pitch to them than what they've done before. So Mm -hmm. just sitting down with him, it took me about a year. Okay. To really sit and decide on how I wanted the website to look, how I wanted the, you know, pitch deck landing page to look, the information I wanted to have in there, especially in the instructional guide. And then how did I want the template to look? And it was also a trial and error of just like when downloading it, depending on what computer you have, is it, you know, is it, is it, um, Sarah dictionary? Come on. Compatible. Yes. There we go. (laughs) Wow. That was fast for me. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Is it compatible with, you know, all different kinds of computers, but also is it mobile friendly? Like, can someone go on my website right now, read about it and purchase it? You know, like, so it was a long trial and error with that. And we got it done in about a year. And the feedback that I got when releasing it was, was great. Thanks for your wonderful. Anna. Like it looks yes. great. It, I, great. I was really impressed. Thank you. Yeah. My girl, Anna helped me with the PR side of it. And so we were able to get it out to some, you know, outlets and just, you know, even just a bigger audience than what I have in my reach, mm-hmm. just help, you know entrepreneurs, not only just of color, but also of color, because there is a lack of funding that goes into businesses um, owned by minorities. And so just being able to help with tools that can help, you know, again, people secure funding and just brand awareness is just really what I wanted to do in, in hopes of just giving back some of the knowledge that I've been able to gain in my career.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like we've talked about it before that it's all about giving back and especially to the, you know, people younger than us that are coming up, you know, learning from our experiences, learning from our, not necessarily mistakes, but also mistakes and, you know, helping just make it a little bit of an easier path for them to get to a certain level of success uh, yes. with that. We, like you said, these are things we should have known. These are things that we should have been taught, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so kind of pivoting from, building something on your own to, t- to being smart enough and having the wherewithal enough to take what you experienced with Hennessy and with Reebok and find that, find out that, you know, obviously there's a, there's a missing space in the, uh, what do I want to call it? Like the business world, but more than that, just like out there for someone to be able to grab and, and learn about something that is, monetarily beneficial to them. And I think that's the biggest problem when it comes to entrepreneurship is that struggle of getting, you have a great idea. Everything's great. You have full support of your friends. Everyone's around you. You know, I mean, we even had that with FedWork. I was just going to say that. Yeah.
1: You know, and And, you don't know, you don't know what you're missing out on unless you try. And for example, one of the clients that I have who um does events in detroit she's based in orange county so she does some stuff in orange county but majority of her stuff is in detroit and she pitched for the first time to um a hotel group and they were interested and was like okay yes but we want more what else can we invest and partner in and she was like oh my god i didn't even know i could get this this partnership you know right. what I mean? Like she wouldn't have known unless she put together that pitch deck, reached out, put out put out some feelers and then it was like, "Oh yes, I can have support." Because up until that time, she was, you know, fully um financing her business by herself, using mm-hmm. her own personal money, you know, and and just trying to keep it afloat and now is able to work with partnerships and hotels and host bigger events and, you know, alcohol brands, all of these things that she didn't even know she could Actually, have access to without pitching to them, you know. So yeah, it's like an untapped market that you don't you you can't know is there. Yeah, unless
0: you're welcomed in, right? And this gets them through the door, which I think is awesome. Uh, especially, like I said, you're taking something that you've learned in your career and you've been able to pivot it into a side business that's not only profitable for you, but it's also helping th- helping all yeah. these people to be able to generate money. I think it's I think it's awesome. But with that, there's always challenges, right? So, what has been the biggest challenge in not just the process of building it, but I guess even in the execution and the delivery of the product? What has been the biggest challenge that you faced uh, during the Pitch Deck platform?
1: Um, I will say it's been pretty, it's been a pretty smooth road in regards to like clients, talking with them, connecting with them. I've actually seen um, the consultations become more of a bigger thing than just the pitch deck where I've actually been somewhat mentoring, you know, women that are like trying to start a business or getting into the industry. And we're not even talking about their one sheet or their pitch deck. It's just like, hey, I started a business. Can you help me? And Mm -hmm. I've also had friends that have, you know, running businesses for years that are very well known. And they're not necessarily, again, coming to me specifically about the pitch deck, but they're booking a consultation through the pitch deck platform to talk about, hey, this is where we're at now. We know you work at a major brand. How can we reach more major brands, you know, aside from pitch decks? And so I, I, I'm, I love that I'm able to also help in that way. But mm-hmm. I will say the, the struggle with this platform has been completely on myself. Um, In just regards to marketing it, just being able to get the word out more to more entrepreneurs, um, more people that are coming up with ideas or that are at businesses or even that are at, you know, existing labels or radio stations, whatever it is, like people that want to collab with artists or alcohol brands or whatever it is, um, just marketing it more. It's finding the time, you know, as an entrepreneur that we we all go through, it's just finding the time to allocate to you know marketing and getting it out there so that's been my personal struggle with it because again you know when you when you create a business if you don't work it doesn't it doesn't do anything so
0: yeah there's no one else pushing the momentum if you're not doing it
1: yeah and I mean the fed work is different you know like it's the two of us if one right. of us lacks you know we might you know, hold the weight up and down depending on who's in the, in the lead. But with my pitch tech platform, it's just me. And even with Eugene, like he was so great. He created it mm-hmm. and, you know, he's hands off now. So if yeah. I don't market it, if I don't continue to talk about it, it, it will just sit there. So, you know, just trying to find the time to continue to market it because I think I had a really good launch
0: mm-hmm. and
1: there was a lot of momentum and support behind it. And I, I adore my, clients that I still have now. And a lot of them are reoccurring, but just, again, just extending the reach and and getting it out there more.
0: And, you know, you kind of touched on it, but you are a entrepreneur who also has a full-time job, who also has a podcast, who also has several other businesses. So you finding the time to carve out these half an hour to an hour long consultations for people, that has to be challenging as well, because, you know, as we've been working for the last two years on kind of marrying that work-life balance, right? And launching something that's going to eat into that a little bit. It is Mm -hmm. rewarding and fulfilling because you're helping people. But has that been hard to, to kind of put that time away for those consultations?
1: Yeah, well, actually on my website, I only do consultations Tuesday through Thursday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I'm glad you, you mentioned this because I specifically did that because, you know, again, depending on the week, if it's not an event week, those are my least busiest days, although mm-hmm. it, it fluctuate at any point, right. but I have found myself, um, adjusting that for the client, okay. which right now I'm like, okay, it's still new. And this is a reoccurring client. And like, she'll hit me and be like, Hey, can I schedule on Monday Because I need to pitch this by Tuesday and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Okay, this time just schedule it for Tuesday, but I'll send you an email to, you know, remind you that it is Monday. Right. So there is that kind of tug of war with it where it is difficult, because I'm really am trying to stick between Tuesday and Thursday, or even just Wednesday, Thursday, ideally. Yeah, but you know, again, finding the time, but also trying to make sure that I'm helping people because I'm like, if I'm, if I were to tell her, no, I only do Thursday, then she might miss out on that pitch to a right. huge investor on that Tuesday. So, you know, it is just a never ending dance, but just- just trying to find the balance. So.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like you have all the parts, right? You have all these all these amazing experiences to go off of. So anyone that's out there, I can't imagine anyone else that they should be talking to about something like this, you know, with all of your experience. As someone who has been through it with you, with FedWork, obviously we have a deck. Um, so for all of you that don't know, we have a deck, we have a one sheet, we pitch to brands, we want to you know, be building and sponsoring um, or building sponsorships with and things like that. Um, Katrina was pivotal in that process as well, and so I've firsthand seen what you're capable of. So uh, to know that you're able to help all these other businesses, I think it's really special. Um, and you've shared a lot of really great notes for you know anyone else that's coming up behind you. Uh, with that being said, what are some tips or tricks that you could give to an entrepreneur who has a great idea and they really wanted to, they really want to do something with it, and they're just kind of stuck? Because I know, like you said, you you held off on doing it for a little while. So what kind of you know feedback could you give to someone who's like, Oh, I have this great idea and I'll get to it when I can.
1: Again, it would just be carving out the time and also writing down. I'm, I'm a huge advocate of writing down notes when an idea comes into your mind and it can, it could be as, you know, it could be a grand idea. Like I want to start a podcast. Right. So like we had mm-hmm. FedWork, work and then under that, Throughout the day or throughout the month, you'll have these ideas coming in of like, what do you want the name to be? What do you what is the topic or what is the rollout plan or whatever it is? Keep jotting it down because before you know it, you will have a whole business plan just in your notes or on your whiteboard or whatever it is. So I would say just write it down as soon as it comes in your head. So you don't forget, write it down. And even with that, like that'll help you if you do create a one sheet, if you do create a pitch deck and to also keep in mind that when you, you know, just like you mentioned, we have one for FedWork, we are forever using that. We will forever update it. Right. But, you know, as your business grows, you are always going to be updating your deck or your one sheet. Um, I even have one for myself. I use one as a visual resume that a lot of brands ask for now. It's not, you know, obviously I'm not asking for monetary support. But it is to show, in addition to my resume, here is a visual representation of my resume of what I've done in a pitch deck, you know, uh, kind of template. Mm -hmm. And so that also is forever getting updated. The FedWork deck and one sheet is forever getting updated every time we grow, every time we get a new sponsorship. But it's a tool that can be used forever, regardless of who you're pitching to, who you're emailing you know, whether we're having a guest on the show, hey, here's a little background on our podcast. Here's our one sheet, cool. Or it's a new, you know, sponsor. Hey, our numbers have grown. Here's our deck. Here's our one sheet. So just keeping that in mind too, when you are writing down ideas, whether you use those notes to produce the company or you use those notes to also produce the tools for the company, just know that they're always going to continue to evolve and that they will forever, you know, benefit your company and your brand.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's an investment in your brand and in yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, 100%. You'll go out to the store and you'll buy a new shirt, you'll buy a new pair of shoes, you should buy this pitch you should buy this pitch,
1: pitch deck platform. I can't talk. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and that's also too where it's like, you know, I'll, even with the clients, like sometimes I'll just be like, hey, just email me if you want, like if they've booked like four or five sessions and we're going over revisions of decks and I'm like, hey, just email me. I'm happy to just look this over, you know, free of charge. I'll shoot you an email back in like 30 minutes because, you know, I know it's it's also time consuming and I know these are also, also entrepreneurs that are, you know, trying to get some money in their pockets. So it's not about, you know, milking the client or taking advantage of the time or anything, but it's also like a lot of people thought I, I pitched, I released this for free. And so a lot of people were like free tools for, you know, and sure. Yeah, that could have been an option, but I also wanted to weed out who was actually serious. Of course. And I was opening, yes, my time and I'm, you know, obviously speaking from years of experience. Mm -hmm. So if I'm opening my calendar to one, do consultations, to also look over decks, to help you and walk you through instructional guides and all these things, like I need to know that you're serious enough to invest this in your brand and your pitch deck. And to my time because I'm going to sit with you and it probably won't just be a one-time thing. So, you know, I did release it with a fee, you know, whether it is a consultation yeah, or for the tools, but again, you know, you pay that fee and you have the tools forever. So yeah, it's an investment and it should be. Absolutely. Okay.
0: So what's next for Katrina Joe and where can everyone find uh, the
1: deck? so you can find the pitch deck platform on com, and what's next is just more marketing and awareness of what it actually is and how it can help you and your brands and i'm also doing a event a small very intimate event probably before the end of march
0: okay
1: and so look out for that some of the details on that just to kind of you know talk and 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 have more people be able to have access to this platform and the tools. So awesome. before, before Q2, okay. Mm-hmm. Pitch Deck platform will have a small little intimate gathering. So oh, stay.
0: Very exciting. Well, I'm so proud of you. And it's always, you know, like I said, it's always wonderful to, to see the growth that you're doing and not, not only your personal life, but in, in your business endeavors too. So I'm really proud of you. Thanks girl. Of I course. appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for being on FedWork. <laughs> I can't wait to come back. I hope that you're back next week. Yes, girl. Yes. Awesome. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and make sure to check out Katrina's platform uh, at katrinajo.com. Yes. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.